Welcome to the Catholic Apostolate Center's blogcast series. Today's episode is entitled, Reflections from a Rocking Chair with My Baby in My Arms, written and read by Tom Karani. My wife and I welcomed our first daughter into the world on February 24th, and we brought her home a few days later on Ash Wednesday. As is the typical newborn parent experience, we've endured frustrating sleepless nights and reveled in joy-filled, playful mornings. Because of stay-at-home, work-from-home orders in Texas, my parental leave has been longer than I anticipated, but I believe this is a blessing. Each moment I've had with my daughter has been precious, and as I sit on this squeaky rocking chair, holding her in my arms, balancing my laptop on my knee, The recent advice of expert parents runs through my mind and evokes in my heart a fresh understanding of God's divine fatherhood and my pursuit of sainthood. In the weeks leading up to our daughter's birth, one mother of six said something to me to the effect of the nights are long and the days are short, but the years are the fastest of all. In these first few weeks of parenthood, I found that my wife is more easily roused during the night. When it's my turn, my opportunity really, to get up mid-REM cycle, the nights really do feel long. Honestly, they drag. But it struck me more than once that getting up in the middle of the night is a very practical way that I can pursue holiness in my vocation. To sacrifice sleep, to offer comfort to my child and rest for my wife is not in the same league as answering a burning question for the Summa or calling out a witty line while being burned at the stake, but it is a constant formation in the virtues of humility and charity. I'm led to consider St. Therese's little way, which makes more and more sense each day. Those long nights always do turn into days, and I'm sure the years will speed by soon. Many people, including our pediatrician, have said, Always hold your baby in the first few weeks, even when she's sleeping. You're not spoiling her, and you won't get to do that forever. As a general rule, I've always believed babies are cute and therefore worthy of spoiling. But no one warned me that when it comes to one's own child, evolutionary biology and divine motivation combine to make one certain that one's own baby is the most perfect, most adorable being on all the earth, and therefore is automatically deserving of every good thing. When I'm holding my daughter in my arms and I gaze upon her perfect little face with its self-inflicted little scratches and baby acne, I'm blown away at how much love I have for her. Then I'm briefly terrified at the thought that something bad could happen to her. And isn't that how it is for our relationship with God our Father? He gazes upon us, loving us with all our imperfections, slightly terrified and sorrowful at the thought that sin and death and temporal pursuits could lead us to ruin. As I adjust this baby in my arms right now, I'm wondering whether God pulls us closer to his bosom in those moments of near separation, gazing upon us all the while, reminding us how beloved we are with, as Nouwen says in Life of the Beloved, all the tenderness and force that love can hold. There are many more pieces of advice that have yielded great spiritual reflections for me these last few weeks. 
Now, I know that I'm not offering any groundbreaking reflections, but maybe the point of this post is not to offer a new thought, but instead to acknowledge that God has spoken these familiar realities of his love and affection for me in a deeper way through the experience of my vocation. I'm encouraged to remind you in these times of distress, God is a loving father whose sacrificial love turns against all else, even his own justice, to gaze upon you with all the force that love can hold. Perhaps this is a notion all mothers and fathers before me, spiritual, adoptive, and biological, have come to understand already. But it's consoling to know that in a time of uncertainty, God still speaks to and affirms his people through personal encounters even through a sleeping baby and a squeaky rocking chair.